0: Britain's longest-living wife guy died on Friday, April 9th. Coasting on the coattails of the much younger Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor, he was a lifelong devotee to the absurd pageantry and class system that rules this normal island. Born to a family full of weak-chin failures in 1921, Philip was forced out of his native Greece after his dad bungled military operations during the Greco-Turkish War of the early 1920s. Unlike the UK's forelock-tugging citizenry, Greeks have the decency to overthrow their monarch when presented with his manifold stupidities. Later in life, many of his direct relatives would prove they were still not cured of stupidity and racism when they all turned Nazi to the surprise of very few. Taught the finer tricks of weaseling your way into a life of luxury by his uncle, Louis Mountbatten, Philip, at the age of 18, started an entirely sweat-free correspondence with Elizabeth, the daughter of another degenerate house and 13 years old at the time setting an enduring precedent that if our boys do it, it's legal. He eventually married Elizabeth when she turned 21. A noted seaman with intimate knowledge of international waters, he stayed safely out of danger for the duration of World War II by prancing around on boats and was given a medal for waving a searchlight around. After his marriage to Elizabeth, Philip and his uncle repeatedly tried to change the name of the royal house to his own adopted name of Mountbatten-Windsor. Thus proving to every guardian calling the satisfaction, he was indeed an early feminist. For his hard work of cutting ribbons and a living symbol of class stratification, he was paid an annual sum out of public taxation, despite no one ever being asked whether or not they wanted the increasingly withering skeleton at their feast. Philip was perhaps best known for instituting the Duke of Edinburgh Awards, a thinly veiled programme that rewarded the spurious notion of meritocracy, as well as providing an alibi to hang around with teenagers. Turning his hand to philanthropy, that well-known excuse of the rich and idle to not pay any taxes while keeping the peasants at bay, Philip was never able to keep his racism and vicious personality at bay for long. Once asking, are you still chucking spears of Australian Aboriginals, the Prince was always ready to showcase his longing for the 19th century. In his latter years, he still showed his contempt for the people of this stupid country by running them over and getting away with it. Being forced into apologising by the palace PR machine, he voluntarily surrendered his driving licence rather than face criminal prosecution. He is survived by his ancient waifu, the heir to the throne and alleged wife-killer, possibly Britain's best-known vicious snob, a Pizza Express fan with strong ties to Jeffrey Epstein, and a son too stupid to succeed in television despite his royal title, all of whom exist in a network of wealth and patronage that should belong to the British people, and all those extorted by the Empire. Until and unless the people of Rainy Fash Island take the example of the Greeks before them, we will be settled with him and his brood forever. In his tomb at Westminster, dead Philip waits dreaming.
1: <laughs> Put <Pull> one out.
2: <laughs> F's, F's in the chat.
3: R.I.P. Oh. to a real one.
1: Dicks <laughs> <Jake> it. <Sarkis. Hi.
0: laughs> it's what he would have wanted, yeah. Oh <laughs> fucking hell. Oh yeah. Okay. So, hello and welcome to Podcasting's Praxis. Um, I'm David. I'm here this week with Rob. Hi. And Jamie. All right. And we are joined by the cast of Leftover Podcast. I've got Arjun and Nikita. How's doing?
1: All right. How are you? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. It's been a, it's been a fun few days. Um,
2: mm.
0: <laughs> some uh, trepidation around posting, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's um, Philip
4: Steed. So I yeah, mean, it's been. I mean, why why did you have trepidation about posting? I mean, these are like these are the golden posting hours we're living in this week.
3: <laughs> no,
0: that's that's The Golden
3: true. posting hours will be when uh, when Liz finally goes. Oh fuck! I can't. don't no, I'm. Can you imagine logging off for a whole month when that happens? <laughs> oh no, I'm staying
4: online. I'm just like taking speed and just posting. Speed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh fuck yeah It's it's definitely been Enlightening to see Some elements of the commentariat Lose their fucking minds over this Um, (laughs) We do actually have um, To look forward to at the end of the episode I've got a themed comment or commentariat All about (laughs) Big Fildo And the responses to his death And good god um, The commentariat are not okay but, I mean, it's all
4: just a, a dress rehearsal. This, I mean, this is just the you know the the soft open before
3: uh, uh, Brenda. Andrew in. finally goes. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm really looking forward to. Oh, the yeah. real sort of state state funeral <laughs> that they're going to hold for Andrew. <laughs> oh, that's going to be. Maybe
4: they'll big. just like quietly tip him into a skip and Sandringham.
0: <laughs> it's more than the cunt deserves.
3: Didn't they have him on for an interview? They did.
0: They did. Um, he was uh, interviewed by quite a few places, I think, actually. He'd been around a lot more than he has been. Um, I'm not sure
4: if he did actual interviews or if he just, like, saw a camera and gravitated towards it. Like, I'm not sure he did, like, a...
5: <laughs> we see that I thing mean, with but, the I mean, BBC. Um, the BBC had, like, an interview with, uh, like, all of Phil's kids. And they, had, for some reason, Andrew was the only one where they disabled comments on the article.
2: <laughs>
4: I mean, my favourite stupid controversy, I think, of the last 24 hours is whether or not um, Prince Andrew gets to wear um, his fancy admiral uniform.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he why would Like. He, he, he literally got it for
4: his birthday. He got it for his <laughs> birthday. He, he, was, he was made an honorary vice admiral on his fifty fifth
3: birthday. Oh, that's amazing. You love to the see it. The shit that you get. The shit that you you get handed to you if you're a prince. Oh, d- does it
0: match the? Does it match the sailor's outfit that Jeffrey Epstein was photographed in? Something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. How breathable is the fabric?
4: Uh, i mean it's it's in line to like celebrate the death of his dad because apparently uh, uh, philip was a lord high admiral which is i think
3: several rungs above (laughs) high on what exactly (laughs) 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 exactly I think the real question is actually how long ago he actually died
0: before they announced it. I'm I'm pretty convinced that we've, we've went through at least six clones this year alone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. He's, like, transferred from, like, hospital to hospital and, like, you get these increasingly, like, reanimated skeleton-like pictures of him. You know, like, I don't know if any of you have played Bloodborne, but, like, the final boss of the DLC is called Orphan, of course... <laughs> And like I just every like I'm, I just played a lot of Bloodborne recently. Sorry, like my my brain just goes immediately to there. But like he's like this fucking eldritch mon- monstrosity, you know, which looks like this this kind of skeleton thing holding this massive placenta weapon, and that's just like immediately the first <laughs> thing that comes to mind. And I was like fighting this guy on I mean, the night before Philip died, and then like I woke up and I see the, the notification. It's because you Philip's defeated song. him. I was, like shit. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, I'm sorry (laughs) Oops I mean, my my personal theory
4: is that He did die due to the consequences of COVID But that was more because the schools are closed So it was less easy (laughs) for him to harvest
2: It's because Epstein
4: stopped
1: procuring him with young people
4: Uh, I'm so happy to do this episode Because you can't libel the dead And it's just, ah Oh really? Okay We l- I looked it up. It's I looked it up for this specific episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Winston Churchill, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah,
0: um, fucking, what else have we had off the back of this then? Um, oh, they're pushing for another fucking yacht. They want another yeah. yacht.
4: Oh god. This is another one of these Tory obsessions. It comes by every once in a while that they want to build a new royal yacht,
5: Britannia. Um to to show I don't know what Yeah. Some some Tory's mate like obviously owns a shipbuilder and yeah. like just chances his arm every now and again, like you know what I mean? say, like, oh the Queen the Queen seems sad this year we should
3: build her a yacht. <laughs> so that it can do wheelies in the Thames. Yeah, (laughs) that would be the only reason I would support
4: a yacht if it just promised to do wheelies in the Thames all the time
1: you just get a normal yacht and just weight it too much on one side
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that wouldn't that wouldn't be any good because it wouldn't be able to get into international waters Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, the, the Henry Jackson Society, which are a bunch of very normal, uh, yep. n- not at all insane, lunatic right-wing oh uh, my God. bunch, are also behind this. Um, and they did research—fuck knows what that was—and they said that <laughs> a new royal yacht Britannia would be a massive boon for global Britain's soft power around the world. Yeah, that sounds like a thing. Oh they constantly trot
0: out the yeah. They constantly trot out that fucking soft power bit as if that means anything. Uh, yeah, that, they they just made that up, didn't they? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, so, uh, you've got hard power, like, which is parking a fucking gunboat outside the bay, like <laughs> we used to do, and then obviously soft power is what if it was just like the Prince's yacht <laughs> without any fucking guns on it. Yeah, it's just
3: pointless. So- soft power is the 2012 Olympic ceremony, right? Uh, yes. But, yes. Um. Whenever I hear Henry Jackson Society... Like, I don't know if he's still one of the directors, but he at least he was for a long time, it was Douglas Murray. Mm-hmm. And like, whenever I hear about it, it just always makes me think of like about five or six years ago, um, I was living in this house with this guy who was doing an internship at the Henry Jackson Society, oh, fuck. Holy <laughs> and shit. Uh, he believed in he believed <laughs> he believed in white genocide, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and um. And and uh, he at some point got a map from his workplace, which was entitled "Terrorism and Islamism in the MENA Region," <laughs> uh, oh. and he just put it up in the toilet. And it's literally <laughs> just a map of like Middle East and North Africa, which each with each country color coded to the level of terrorist threat that it poses, and um, with sake. a little write up. Of like the number of terrorist attacks, the amount of oil, I shit you not, know <laughs> and a little, <laughs> and, a li- <laughs> and a little, and uh, uh, a little blurb entitled "Strength of Islamism" in each country, <laughs> uh, and um, <clears throat> yeah, well, like uh, he put that up in the toilet just to kind of trigger me, supposedly. And when I took it down, uh, like he ended up, like, long story short, he ended up, like, physically assaulting me. Uh, oh, so see. this is, like, whenever I hear about Henry Jackson society, that's literally the first thing that always comes to mind. His, his name... Oh, yeah, I should probably shouldn't say his name. But, um, was it Robbie Travers? He... No, 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 no. Um, was it Clive no, Normal? It was...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he, had a, he had a
0: very normal name, for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. normal group of people doing normal things. <laughs> At work and in the home. Oh, um. well, speaking
4: speaking of normal people do, doing normal things, did you see that I think it was somewhere this week that MPs were spent a whole day of seven and a half hours from 2.30 in the afternoon to 10 in the evening doing nothing but paying tributes to Prince <laughs> Philip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: weren't they getting paid like £162 to do it
0: no that was that was the the lords and they were getting paid that to fucking video call in
5: yeah when you say tribute do you mean like the tweet oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: Oh. Oh, dear I'm sure that room smells bad enough without that
4: (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell but, but, like for that they should actually be paid like that's just hard work
0: <laughs> um other other tributes not like the tweet um which have been fucking just unhinged uh, national rail would you say they've been pouring in <laughs> you are <laughs> um so national rail's website decided that they were going to um, they were going to grayscale everything which meant that
2: <laughs> you couldn't
0: fucking read anything because all the all the text is like grey already so it was like grey text <laughs> on a grey background um, yeah, so yeah the, great. The, well there was
4: a guy on, on twitter who was tweeting at them saying look I'm visually impaired and I literally cannot read this website when everything is in fucking greyscale <laughs> um, and then National Rail got back to him and said yeah I don't think we'll be able to fix this over the weekend but we'll have a look on Monday
0: wow just excellent fucking brilliant um, Keith got into trouble as well because he yes. he made his um, tribute before Johnson did I thought, I thought yeah, premature
3: before, before <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say premature before Philip died I thought you were going to say before Philip died he got or, his tribute in already <laughs> I would respect that I would genuinely respect <laughs> that that would be shit poster level <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh um, yeah, no. It, he, I think it was like fucking seven minutes before Johnson tweeted his out or some shit like that. No seventeen. it was
4: seventeen. It was a worse seventeen
0: crime. minutes, damn, uh, and even worse crime. Far worse. Um, obviously, this is a royal protocol developed over you know centuries that you do not tweet out as the leader of opposition. <laughs> <the Prime Minister>. <laughs> 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 fucking deeply normal. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we're missing, though? Oh, I mean, <sighs> I I mean probably. Be really
5: it's been a very normal week.
0: Tell you what was really normal for me was driving through town and seeing the fucking billboards on but, the day that I, he died.
5: I, I, I live in the country, so we haven't got like electric billboards. <laughs>
0: no, I, I yeah. Was, what I was, was that? Can you
4: because you you sent me a photo of that? What the fuck was
0: going on there? Yeah, oh no, they were they were fucking everywhere. Like I seen a couple up my way, which was weird as fuck because like I don't exactly live in a um, notably nice place. Um, it's a bit of a shithole hole, and it's just really weird to see that kind of fun and stuff actually being put up there. But then I looked down south, um there was a lot of pictures on Twitter, and like they were fucking everywhere. I think Birmingham. Was it just like all the council billboards and
4: shit,
5: or something? Just
4: like this fucking no, so grinning it, it's, skeleton. It's,
5: no, it's even better than that. It wasn't it wasn't like mandated by the government or anything, it's just the company that owns all the electronic billboards yeah. just decided off their own back to put Prince Philip on every one of them in the country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> billboards, <laughs> bus stops, all of it. It was so yeah. it's
2: very it's fucking than weird.
0: Than
5: we Clear Channel just vying for a royal charter, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh it was like well, it was it was some fucking Half Life 2 shit. <laughs>
3: What was, what was very funny to me, though, was uh, just... there was some, Someone just put out a tweet, uh, and I think that was, like, the headline, was about how viewing figures plummet after the BBC and ITV's wall-to-wall coverage of Prince oh, Philip yeah. following his death. And I don't know why, but it was just, like, the wall-to-wall coverage. Just, <laughs> it was just so funny to me. Um, yeah, I think, like... I, I, I get the feeling, though, that, like, generally, like, the public... Like, like the establishment has been way more sycophantic about it than than the public in general has. I think. Um, and oh I think, yeah, 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 definitely. You know, uh, like um, you know, whether it's journalists or like you know, whatever. Gabby Hensliff, like having to write some. <laughs> Prince Philip was a feminist. Uh, feminist <laughs> like, um, article in the Guardian. <laughs> um, you know. That was like, changed uh, so but- quickly. And and like what was what was also quite remarkable is like how, you know, for the longest time, like this guy was like the butt of all jokes, as, like being the most racist, uh racist, you know, comical figure, you know, fig figure of ridicule, you know, even on like places yeah. like Mock the Week, like the most normy shit. Um and now suddenly it's like Haram to like say that he was a racist. <laughs> like, you can't say that apparently because oh, a man is dead. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, it's it's it's, it's just... the liberal condition, isn't
0: it, that you cannot speak ill of the dead? And it's it's like, motherfucker. It's so you can stupid. you can't stupid. libel them. You can say what you like. It's like I was saying
5: a few <laughs> weeks ago on on the episode um, about when Princess Diana died, and the the like the the sort of papers just turned on like like instantly. Whereas like yeah. pre- when when she was alive, it was they were just constantly like hounding her, and it was like, oh look, she's like with a different guy this week. Look at her, what a slag, and all this. And then she died, and suddenly it's like, no, she she was always the princess of our hearts. The nation'll never be the same again. Mm. Um, and it's yeah. the same with with Philip. For like decades, we've just had like like jokes constantly everywhere about what a racist he was, and then like overnight, it's just suddenly, you no, know, it was banter. He was he was the legend of banter.
3: Yeah, did oh gaffs. Gaffs, like the number of times I've heard the word gaffs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's one of those yeah. very words. Deliberate. That,
5: that gaff is one of those words that only appears in newspapers in this country, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's Like it's, howler. I mean...
2: <laughs>
5: Prince or, Philip or and his howlers. <laughs> but did you see, I
4: mean, I was happy to sort of see him return to form as well, um, and that I can just loathe him again, was... Um, Prince, was it Prince Harry who was just like, yeah, he was a great guy with the bants and the barbecue. Yeah, that was him. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> I left the country because of racism, but you know, I love my racist granddad.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure uh-huh. the only barbecue Prince Philip ever lit was just like torching a village somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, no, I only ever seen service in Italy. You don't you don't I think do that my favourite
5: thing that's happened this week is the BBC having to set up a streamlined complaints like system. <laughs> because they were getting so many people like emailing them in about like the the T V just being nothing but Prince Philip.
0: It broke all records for complaints they've ever had about any single issue.
5: Well, and then people got very angry
4: about the fact that there wasn't automated form because they thought it was disrespectful to Prince Philip that people could complain about.
5: It. <laughs>
4: Oh, man, was, it,
2: was I- it? was like
5: BBC. BBC Four had no programs on; just a card telling you that the programs were available on iPlayer. <laughs> like it, it's it's disrespectful if they broadcast them, but if you go and look them up on iPlayer, that's fine. That's <laughs> <argument. laughs>
3: Rip Prince Philip, you have loved iPlayer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Presumably, if you go on
5: iPlayer, you can watch Mrs Brown's Boys in black and white, and then it's like ten times more respectful.
2: I don't know. I
3: don't, I don't know if this is true, but apparently, like this was just a tweet. Like, so it could just be someone just shooting the shit. But like, someone said that apparently, Kistry were playing like dance classics, but like slowed down versions on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> On the day the prince died <laughs> like David Guetta <Getzer> bangers like <laughs> like slowed down
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. that is genuinely like the worst genre of music like <laughs> slow down covers of uptempo music
4: did, yeah. did you this reminds me of, one of my absolute favourite things ever um, did you see uh, that David Guetta performance in honor of Black Lives Matter, and he's awesome. Yes. Tr- oh, of
3: course, of course! <laughs> Shout yes. out to his family.
2: <laughs>
3: this is real happening, man. <laughs> there was that. Um,
5: there was that clip going around of like uh, one of the, one of the like radio stations where they were playing dance music and they just sort of like interrupted it for like a second to announce his death and then just like, like, <laughs> comes <Yes>. back in
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you're mandated to announce it then that's the only way to do it I reckon Yeah,
1: it was a pretty decent like, transition as well
0: just line it up with a drop
3: yeah, people were kicking off on the day
5: as well because the BBC were like, "Just no, that's it. Like TV, TV, is over. We can never, we can never do it again now. Now that the Lord of Bants has died." And, but Channel Channel Four were just like, "Oh, yeah." Uh, We'll just we'll just stop on the telly for a second. Just let you know Prince Philip's dead. Now back to flog it. <laughs> yeah, but did you see the, the
4: the most popular show on the day? Therefore, was Gogglebox. And what I would have loved to have seen was a Gogglebox <laughs> where they were all watching like the BBC Black Card with like Prince Philip is dead and everybody just losing their fucking shit.
0: Oh, right. Shall we talk about something that's not the royals?
4: Well, yeah. For, for a brief while, I think we'll get back into the royals. Um, <laughs> yes,
0: there is no escape.
4: Uh, yeah, has wanted...
5: anything else happened this week?
4: Uh, yeah, uh, well, f- for one, I wanted to s- say uh, absolute solidarity with all the British gas engineers uh, yeah. who were mm-hmm. uh, either sacked today or who you know signed new contracts because they need to provide for themselves and their families and they need food and shelter uh, as the completely disgraceful uh, fire and rehire took effect today. Um, So about three to four hundred have refused to sign. Um, So they're out of a job now. And it's fucking gross. It's really fucking appalling. Um, And yeah, just not a peep from, from, of course, not Her Majesty's loyal bootlickers or,
5: I mean, the Tories you expect. But what, I mean, just... Fucking shit, man. I mean, you don't really expect much from fucking labour at this point either, though, do you? No. No. No, no, but... Um,
4: I think yeah, the-
1: Starmer might have done, like, one tweet um, with, like, some kind of mild solidarity, but then done nothing substantive about it.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's got, like, he's got his ongoing, like, uh, meltdown to contend with, though, hasn't he? He's very busy. Yeah, he's <laughs> preoccupied. You know what I mean? With the cowards in the shadow cabinet. Oh yeah, (laughs) leaking, leaking from the shadow cabinet. I mean, surely that that kind of gross behaviour. My my favourite thing about that was there was like there were certain people in the shadow cabinet were going like, "Oh, these sort of leaks really damage the party." It's like, yeah, you would fucking know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Wait, what was this? I feel like I missed it. Oh, Oh, Keith um, Keith had a meltdown in the
5: in a shadow cabinet like Zoom call apparently, shouted at everyone. Yeah, shouted at everyone. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine Keith Starmer with a cob on? It must
3: be terrifying. <laughs> I want to know how
1: red his face got.
3: Oh, God. This is the thing, though. Like, I, I was, like, speaking to a friend recently and, like, yeah, I got I got told, apparently, based on good good intel, that, like, the reason that he gets so red is, I mean... Because he just gets really nervous. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Like being the leader of the opposition, it feels like it's this maybe like not not the best place to be. <laughs> he is if, um... he is incredibly awkward, though. Like just every photo he's just of him, su- just... such a bad public speaker, and he's got like the full on Swinson effect going. You know, like yeah. the more the public have seen of him, and like his his uh, popularity ratings have fucking plummeted. Yeah, uh, but like, she... it's like. Uh,
4: there was a whole spate of articles in, in the Huffington Post to celebrate uh, one year of Keith. And, like, all the... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the people on his my side goodness. were, like, briefing that, um, you know, yeah, it's been a rough year, but we're really looking forward to, like, going out and having Keith meet more people and do live events, and that will make things oh, better.
3: God. And I'm just like, oh, God, no, that's that's <laughs> going to make everything worse.
1: Maybe they're you, You've
3: Surely you've heard the story, like, that... Uh, you know, I think he did during the leadership uh, race, where he's talking about this one night he had to stay in a hotel during. Uh, oh yeah, 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 day, yeah, yeah, uh, oh. and then like ended up in the wrong room, and someone was already sleeping there. And it is genuinely, like, like the worst told. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the, my man is just not a good public speaker. He's not. He's like, not at all. I would feel sorry for him if he was, like, less of a fucking cunt. And, you know, <laughs> if he hadn't completely destroyed the entire fucking left movement uh, that, that Labour had built under Corbyn. But, like, yeah, the guy is genuinely just really fucking bad at his job. And... Um, I reckon his, his PR people must hate him like because every picture that you see out of him like just gets more ridiculous I don't, I don't know if it's just my brain starting to malfunction uh, no, increasingly he, he just looks but like, like the guy just looks so
2: life. so you, so bad like, have you seen fuck. the picture
1: of him wielding a laddu? <laughs> no no, oh no. no. Uh, so, um, oh no a few weeks ago he, he went to my mum's local temple <laughs> and there's pictures of him doing like the prayer hands in front of a statue of like oh, Swam Nirayan. No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and it's like just like, a, a picture of like some guy's got this like basket full of laddus and he's like <laughs> holding one up, but he's doing it really threateningly.
3: <laughs> he wants to throw it in jail. Uh, <laughs> no, I Oh, um, and he's just like getting increasingly more sort of manic like you know like just just getting more desperate like increasing like relaunches it's like the party of law and order and then like the david lynch party you know with his fucking you know new red wall um you know get up um <laughs> like really sort of like stylistic fashion photography i don't know but it's yeah you know, and then, like... Sure. Um... And every time, like, what's really funny to me is, like, he does all these relaunches on the times behind a fucking paywall every single time. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is his fucking audience? Who is his audience? I don't audience? know. I, I mean, just I mean, don't understand. mean, it's,
4: it's supposed to be, like, uh, you know, Red Wall Seniors, Red Wall Racist, whatever <laughs> that is. But I'm like, it, I don't know the circulation numbers off the top of my head, but I can't imagine many people in, like, those areas, like, the ex industrial areas in the north even the like the 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 50 year old racists they don't fucking read the times of the telegraph do they definitely not no (laughs) i mean it's all just shared through facebook i suppose but then like
5: how does that reach them if it's all behind the fucking paywall it's just he's he's he's, he's in the times and he's just basically broadcasting to like matt ford
2: and like five turfs yeah
3: (laughs) And Peter Walker. Like, I mean, Matt Ford is, like, probably just clapping, like, a seal increasingly, like, every time, like, Kirsten, like, says something (laughs) just because, like, he just gets excited, you know? But, like, um, you know, like... Now they've just gone back to praising his performance at PMQs because this is literally all they fucking have. And I'm just waiting for the penny to drop after the May election. I don't know what it's like in three weeks. No, I think and after um, the May
4: election, they'll still, like, that's when, when the ball will really start rolling, like because they want like Yvette Cooper or or some other fucking really right-wing ghoul obviously in power. Oh,
3: yeah yeah yeah. They're going to get someone else even more right-wing in than Starmer. but I reckon starmer has gone after the May election. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying this since the start of the year. Like think, he's th- like, th- like Labour is going to get wiped out. Absolutely wiped out next month.
4: Yeah, but, but I don't know. We'll see. I think so, but I'm not I, To me like I would definitely say yes, but because COVID's made everything so fucking weird, I can't tell anymore.
0: Yeah, there's there's, <laughs> there's maybe less certainty going about it. Yeah, but like it still looks fucking likely. Um, I'd be very <laughs> surprised if Labour walked away for the May elections and went, oh well, we did well. Well, actually, no, they will say that anyway. Um, even if they haven't, they'll blame Corbyn. They'll really blame really Corbyn. Really yeah. Oh, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, 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 you're
3: no.
5: <laughs> So I think I think if they do if they do badly enough in the um in the elections, like. Starmer might just do the full Harold Holt and just walk into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um yeah, there was like but there was one other
4: tale I kind of wanted to mention before uh we, we move on to tonight's main story. Um mm-hmm. that was put out today in the Byline Times, which is does increasingly more like good shit uh by Nafiz Ahmed. Um that the government He's like
3: can... he's he's very good. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, the commission on the government's commission on countering extremism has a new uh, lead commissioner a guy called Robin Simcox who nice. is a former yeah who's whose former job included being the Margaret Thatcher fellow at the Heritage Foundation uh, love to be the Margaret
0: Thatcher fellow
5: <laughs> was, was he in, what, is, what does that involve is he in charge of honking if she's deed <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, I think that that's like his job is to like gather all the unholy components, components to bring her, her back, essentially, like the, the you know the nah. crystal skull and the whatever. <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, so he's going to be the new commissioner on counting countering extremism, and he's got a very pleasant history uh, speaking to a series of increasingly shitty um, racist hate groups, essentially. Uh, all of whom regularly circulated white, white supremacist literature over the past ten years. Um, he also promotes the racist "Great Replacement" ideology, um, and is uh, for, for, for fans of Chapo, and I think for fans of TF and Net by now as well. He's also <laughs> a close; he has close ties to Sebastian Gorka and his wife.
1: <laughs> oh, I need gosh. to see what she looks like. Hold on. <laughs> I just want to say the of wife is. See when you mentioned you mentioned
5: people gathering stuff together for like to bring Thatcher back. I just remembered that MP with the giant cardboard Thatcher. There was pictures oh god, of going around it. <laughs> yeah. oh
3: god, oh my god. I mean, I Speaking say cardboard.
5: Of... It was probably originally printed uh... on just regular paper.
2: Uh... <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. Jesus! <laughs> <Burke>. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I mean, when when, when did all those... did
3: what, wasn't he also associated with the Henry Jackson Society? Yeah, yeah. I think he's a member he's of that. I'm not sure on that. Yeah. one
4: But
5: holy, this... he... what the f... is that? Like one of those perspective tricks from Lord she... of the Rings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's he's quite big. He's very big.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I had to post it. <laughs> he, he looks he like looks
3: like he looks like Penn and teller <laughs> Wait, this picture I know I I can I think I know the picture you're talking about. He looks about twice his size. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm.
1: very pretty Patella husband. <laughs> oh
3: god. Well I mean that's not a surprise. Except I mean
4: it's... unsurprisingly he also uh this guy who's the new head of countering extremism um is also a very big fan of the PREVENT program. Um and which is of course just a excuse to uh mess with people of Muslims. Mess with people who <laughs> believe in Islam or or other, you know, faiths who do not fall within the acceptable spectrum of British white racism.
3: Whiteness.
5: <laughs> oh god, did you see that thing uh this week about prevent was it Quilliam?
3: Quilliam has, has closed their doors. Yeah, and it's uh, funny you mentioned that because uh, that may or may not be the topic of our next episode on on leftover.
0: Oh, nice! nice. Cause, yeah, cause <laughs> very <they'd> subtle, <laughs> right in the middle. They'd done some sort of thing
5: where they were funded by like, uh, was it MI five or something like
2: that?
3: Yep. Yeah, and... I think from, from what I know, like post seven seven, like MI five gave out a, a like a bunch of money to uh, you know a bunch of people who claim to be like counter-terrorist yeah. tank tanks or whatever you know but like, they'd, they'd William, ridden... like they literally like never did anything like that's the that's the thing like they didn't actually do any work yeah. aside from like hire Tommy robinson at some point you know like uh, <laughs> it, it, <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> and like oftentimes it's like ex-jihadis who uh who do this kind of shit which is also pretty funny to me uh mm. so yeah because was yeah. a thing a whole, like
5: there was a thing going around where they'd written a report um, complaining that Prevent was, like, uh, too soft or something like that, wasn't
0: <laughs> Sounds very magic, it was. Uh, yeah, fuck, see. Um, yeah, okay, cool. So the Home Office is being normal and continuing to function as it does. That's, I think um, this 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 guy, um, Nafiz Ahmed,
3: he, um, I think about a month ago, he wrote uh, this expose on uh majid nawaz's like u.s dark money funding oh uh, yeah he did that was a really good piece as well exactly yeah 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 i mean it's not really surprising obviously but it's good to kind of have that shit documented and like well researched you know and
0: he's he's very good at that um yeah right rob shall you take us into the weird and wonderful world of the main topic yeah
4: yeah yeah um what (laughs) if Once again, I, I don't blame Jamie for these things, but I felt I was inspired by Jamie this week um, because a couple of episodes ago, we were talking, I can't remember why, but we were talking tangentially about the royal family. And Jamie, you said probably the Queen's favorite thing is sitting in her big throne and counting our
5: counting money. Um, I think that, <laughs> Are you sh- that, that doesn't was, sound like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So what I thought I I got sidetracked as I sometimes do for this pod, and I thought, well, why don't we look at the queen's counting money and where that comes from, um, and and like how well, much of it, it comes there from is. Us?
2: Uh, yes, yeah,
5: essentially. <laughs> um, but sorry, don't let me just, you know what I mean? Uh, don't let me do my thing of like, well, that's wrapped that up. Let's all go home. Early. Um, <laughs> well, it's time for a comment commentary ads. Bye. Um,
4: <laughs> uh, now, so the, the story I want to tell today is not the whole of the, the wealth of the Queen, because that's way too big of a topic, but I want to talk about the Crown Estates, um, which is generally the portion where most of the money comes from. So Um, This is the legal entity in charge of all the lands and holdings in the UK that belong to the reigning British monarch, which makes it one of the largest landowners in the UK and includes nearly 2 million acres of farmland, uh, the Ascot Racecourse, most all of Regent Street, all the buildings, and um, all the gold and silver naturally occurring on the British Isles including Northern Ireland, because that also belongs to the Crown. (laughs) Um, This doesn't It's not run uh, out of Buckingham Palace itself, but it's run by um, uh, a semi-independent legal entity called the Crown Estate, run by eight commissioners who have all the powers of ownership, but are not the actual owners. The actual owners remain the monarch of the day and essentially the the extended Windsor clan as it exists.
0: (laughs) So this is another one of these things where, you know, it's like, it's just absolute deference when it's not actually required
4: uh yeah so <laughs> currently yeah. Okay. um how it works is that um all revenue per year from the crown of states is split 75 25 between the government and uh the monarch 75% of the government and 25% of the monarch normally it's 15 but they bumped it to 25 for the for the current I think for another seven years, because uh, the extra ten percent is supposed to repair Buckingham Palace, and that's why she's getting dozens of millions of pounds extra every year.
5: That's why she tried to claim her heating costs.
4: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this this is the new system. If you remember, in the past there was the old system called the civil list, and this was where like they would get annual salaries from just directly from the government, and that was always a pain in the arse to, because people correctly got mad every year. So now there's this like property based empire that just pays them rent like that, that just pays them 25% of the rent of all the properties owned by the crown. Um, and just, just very important. It does not include any of the art or most of the jewelry that belongs to the crown, which is in the Royal collection trust or the personal property of the um, Elizabeth Windsor which we'll talk about a little bit later so essentially this the Crown Estates came about blah blah there's a long history essentially before the Glorious Revolution all government was paid for out of the crown lands so lands personally held by the crown feudal right and taxes Um, but after the Glorious Revolution um, and especially after George III who possibly had blue piss um, but definitely lost the u.s colonies but he gets into so much debt which is today's equivalent of about 500 million quits worth of debt and he strikes a deal with parliament parliament pays off the entirety of his debt and in exchange the crown estates are set up which means that the crown not only gets a salary and the parliament controls the estates in name um but in, pro- in right they still belong to to the crown so essentially does it was that a, it mean was a land that the queen
0: does that mean the queen gets a p60 every year
4: uh, <laughs> no not so uh, probably not I imagine but uh,
0: one rule for on them
4: fuck's sake. and this was sort of like a handshake arrangement at the time between George III and Parliament and essentially every time there's a new monarch they do the same handshake they reinstate the handshake agreement made by George III and that is what the Crown Estates is essentially Um, yeah. entirely normal yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> An important, important thing to realize is that um, because in right all these things still belong to the crown, if we were to create a socialist republic uh, of the United Kingdom and we didn't guillotine all the landlords and we didn't change our legal system, the House of Windsor would essentially overnight become the world's largest landowner because all the property would refer, would revert back to them in practice as well as in title, if you get what I mean.
0: Right, which is why expropriation is a necessary facet of a revolution. Yes, yes. Yeah.
4: Um, so all of this is currently regulated on the Crown Estate Act of 1961. It hasn't been updated since 1961 because obviously that's not necessary because the world hasn't changed. Um, <laughs> and the Crown is not allowed... to. The, the Crown Estate may only invest in land, so literal land property, and can hold um, UK government bonds and cash. Um, They're not allowed to invest in the stock market or in land outside the UK. Uh, And they're also not allowed to borrow money, but they found a way around that because what they did manage to do, because if you remember like the Panama Papers and stuff, so much of the... Uh so much like offshore bullshit goes on in British Crown colonies, and because those are technically part of the domain of the Crown, they can set up um, limited partnerships in the British Virgin Islands and other places. But are
5: they, so, allowed, are they allowed to sell NFTs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they Finally, an, a, a it. reason to update the Crown Estate Act.
1: <laughs> Turn that picture of Prince Philip in the car into an NFT. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, so like just to give you an overview of what the crown estates hold uh the current portfolio and again this is just land and real estate and some offshore shit we'll get into um but it's valued at about 14 billion quid um in uh the last fiscal year they turned over three hundred and forty-five million quid's worth of profit
5: of which 86 million went to the crown and the rest to, went to the state so 14 billion is that is how much is that how how many tests and traces is that uh
4: that's about half i think <laughs>
3: Jesus, what? a bit less than half yeah uh, <laughs> uh
4: yeah so i read um the uh financial reports because because they have to report to parliament because of the way this thing is set up. Um and if you read it, it's really weird because there's no sign um of them saying anywhere, oh by the way, 25% of the money we make goes to the crown. Like it just that's just not mentioned. Because it all goes to the treasury first and then they cut off 25% to go to uh Buckingham Palace. So it's it's like at every step, if you try to read up on this thing, what they're trying to do, which is what aristocracy in the UK and pretty much everywhere is really good at, they try to hide the fact of how much it's worth and especially who the owners are. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the lines that I just, that really struck me is uh, in the material issue section, they talk about the challenges facing it, but they also, in which there's a line that says, Climate change could be bad for our rural holdings, but may also bring new opportunities to create customer value.
2: Hmm.
0: Customer value.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Alright. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's essentially because the way the Crown Estates are set up and it wouldn't surprise you to know that their leading instruction is to make a profit every year. It's l- much less to do with sustainability or like looking after the tenants who live in houses built on crown land.
0: So how, how is climate change going to be good?
4: Um, well, climate change
0: is going
3: to be an opportunity for profit for a lot of people. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, specifically in case
5: think, of... Think of how many more royal yachts you could fit when the oceans are high. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, so that's why Prince Charles is importing apples from New Zealand for his Dutchie brand. Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs>
1: right, so they've yeah. got, so Prince Charles, I think this is separate to all of this, um, you know, ha- has his um, food brand that I think some of the money gets funneled back into his charities or something. And is the, yeah, they import, Dutchie
4: Originals, isn't it, or something?
1: Yeah, and they, they import apples in from New Zealand, which just seems kind of silly. Yeah. Because we can grow them here,
2: but... <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's that's definitely that's not apples that are being imported from the- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
0: that, something is being brought across the seas only, uh, <laughs> only have the- you seen the price what? of these wayfair apples fucking hell
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: only the finest antipodean adre- adrenochrome
3: that gets brought into yeah. it <laughs> exactly. oh. adrenochrome from the South Pacific it's it's, uh, very, it, rare. it's it, very rare it, it, it hits different it hits Chartered
1: different Started over on the Lolita <laughs> uh, <the> Express <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, but yeah <clears throat> um, the way they think they're going to make a lot more money out of climate change is because there's a big switch, well, not in the UK because it's very slow but there's a big switch going on to offshore wind power um, mm-hmm. and the way that that's going to make a lot of money for the crown is that all offshore oh. land, the, the seabed belo- yep. all of it belongs to the crown all of it
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she rolls the waves, is not it? sorry? <sighs> oh, no, don't ignore that, it was not
2: funny <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, so, so they're currently there's already um, on crown land uh, it's all leased out like they don't do any of this shit in in person they're just they're just vampire like uh, collecting rents um, there are 30 operational wind farms already generating 5% of all UK um, electricity um, and there was a, a 2010 parliamentary report on the crown estates, which was the last time anyone in parliament bothered to look into this fucking thing and um, and they note that there is widespread concern over the Crown Estates monopoly position when it comes to all marine development because essentially you cannot create a wind park without the Crown Estates and therefore Brenda saying that you can which is just entirely normal
0: Um, Is this why the, the tidal thing in Cardiff never really fucking took off because it's tidal and therefore not on the seabed? No, they also own that they
4: own the, oh. the rights underneath Cardiff. That particular project, is, the, is that site is owned by the Crown Estates.
3: Oh, rep. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> one of my favorite bits is they have a huge amount of, of land um, and, and buildings in, uh, in central London. So the entirety of Regent Street, all the buildings on it, all of it belongs to the Crown Estates and therefore to the Crown. <laughs> uh, cool. And they own, like, half the buildings in and around St. James's Park. Those also all belong to the Crown. Um, and the last time, they did an interview in some fucking real estate magazine, I think. Um, and I thought, Jamie, you would appreciate this. Um, they're talking about their schedule of, like, because they have restaurants and things that lease their space. And one of the things they're currently working on with their group called Wonderland Restaurants, um, oh, who's teamed up no. with... Crunch, <laughs> and they've teamed up with Warner Brothers Consumer Products and DC Comics to launch the <laughs> fully Im- first fully immersive DC Comics-inspired restaurant experience that's gonna open, no. I think, this year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, oh,
4: what
3: no. does the what does the Crown have to do with this? Sorry, I think I feel like I missed that part. They own the building. They own the site. <laughs> the Snyder Cut. Fucking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> of the Crown. Can you imagine
0: if Zack Snyder directed the Crown? <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. yeah that's amazing the royal royal
5: family teaming up with Detective Comics Comics at last
0: (laughs) (laughs) is this going to end with you telling us that the woods is somehow going to be owned by the crown Um, well the crown does own nearly
4: 25,000 hectares of forestry in the UK so it's very probable (laughs) that you are indeed owned by the crown
0: Oh no! You know which woods I'm talking about. know <laughs> which woods you. Um, no, I don't
4: think I will check, but I don't think those are uh, held by um, the Crown Estate. They well, do not own... they, weren't,
5: they weren't on the seabed; they were on a riverbed, weren't they? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for now, um... mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the future, own... in the future, everyone will own beachfront property for 15 minutes.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think about how much extra international waters that's going to create as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so David, just to make sure, um, there's also Crown Estate Scotland, which is a different uh, legal entity because of devolution, um, yep. where they own four massive estates in the space side and in the borderlands. Uh, with forestry and agriculture and stuff. But they also Mm -hmm. own some other things, specifically in Scotland, including the right to all wild salmon and trout fishing. Uh, Cool, yep. Because the fish belong to Brenda. Um,
3: (laughs) UK fishing waters gets a whole new meaning. (laughs) And they also uh, own the rights to all
4: naturally occurring gold and silver in Scotland, which is why panning for gold in like a Scottish stream is illegal. Because technically, if you find a of <laughs> gold, you're stealing that's from the st- Queen. <laughs>
3: oh. I'm sorry, that's just too funny. <laughs> oh. Well, I know what I'm doing this fucking weekend.
0: That's incredible.
1: Eating a <laughs> swan and panning for gold <laughs> <laughs> Just to say so if, fuck you to
5: Liz <laughs> If the Crown if the Crown owns all the fish, does that mean does does the Queen have to file eel paperwork? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God.
3: Um, is there a lot of naturally occurring gold in, in, in the British Isles no not that much I looked it up um, the last <laughs> gold and
4: silver mines which were all owned by the crown closed um, I think about 50 or 100 years ago so there's no more mining right. but there is like m- trace amounts so you could pan for gold just not in Scotland
0: um, <laughs> I mean after Gordon Brown spent it all like yeah, I can see why she's that protective <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh my.
4: But yeah, David, if you don't if, if this weekend uh, you don't feel like panning for gold but you want to go to the seaside, you could steal from the Crown Estates in another way um, because all native mussels and oysters in Scotland excluding those cultivated also belong to the Crown Estates So if you go for a swim and you pick up <laughs> mussel, technically you're stealing from the Crown Estates oh, Fucking.
0: Honestly, why do they make crime so easy? <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, excuse me, sir. Can you uh, open your bag? I see uh, illegal mussels in your bag.
0: <laughs> Fucking! There's that treason? You can't even have a it license is, for that.
1: Is <laughs> is does that count as treason if you're stealing from the crown, or is that a different charge?
3: I think that's probably it. I'm, I'm not sure. That's... Ste- steal, stealing clams from the crown. but <laughs> <laughs> put, <laughs> put in the Tower of London. <laughs> Made an example of. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> thrown to Guantanamo for fucking, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, what, that, what other I mean,
2: fucking
0: stupid things are there in Scotland? Is there anything else that I can do that's going to get me in trouble with the crown? <laughs>
4: Um, Well, they also own a huge amount. Again, this is the offshore shit. In 2020, uh, the Crown Estate made, earned 230 million quid for leasing seabed, not just for wind turbines, but also for oil and gas extraction. So the crown becomes wealthier the more oil and gas we extract and the more the planet burns, which is obviously a very comfortable arrangement. Excellent. Uh, Good. Yep. Because, once again, the Crown estates do not have any mandate for sustainability or social anything. They just have a mandate for making money. Uh, so that's what they do. So um,
5: They're just offering for fly- opportunities. F- flying fruit in from the literally the opposite end of the earth.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> now, that, um, <coughs> that's the Duchy of Cornwall,
4: which we'll get into be- later, because that doesn't actually belong to the Crown estates. That is the personal property of um, the Prince of Wales, in this case, Charles. Um, but yeah, would it surprise you to learn that uh, they did a big survey of all their quote-unquote customers and the people most dissatisfied in this, under the Scottish Crown Estate were tenants because they had no idea how their rents were set and also why they were set so high.
0: <laughs> tenants unhappy with landlords, news at 11.
4: For, yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> but
4: because the, the, the tenants, tenants the l- tenants
5: should all get on Twitter and complain like Owen Jones about the mould.
4: But because obviously, like, there's a very narrow gap between the Crown Estate um, and the and and the State of Britain, um, capital S. If you want, you can't really sue the Crown Estate because essentially that means you're suing the government because the Crown Estate is a very weird legal entity that exists somewhere between private, public, and the monarch it's just it's really weird so the purpose of the crown estate as i say is to generate money it doesn't seem concerned with the environment and if you remember um it was there was some reporting done quite good in the guardian in february of this year uh, i don't know if you guys read it about the queen's consent did any of you guys read this no
2: no uh is that so the, the thing that she that? wasn't
0: able to give at the age of 13 <laughs> 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 is,
3: is, is that is that the sequel to the queen's gambit
4: now queen's consent is a is a little known or not very well understood piece of parliamentary procedure um, where ministers must privately notify the queen in this case about any clauses in draft bills that could be relevant to her personal property including the crown estates and they must get consent from the Queen in order to even debate those clauses. So if the Queen doesn't give consent, then there can be no parliamentary debate about issues that may materially affect the wealth of the Crown. Mm. Mm, okay. okay. So the Crown can essentially bl- like block out any parliamentary scrutiny or like extra taxes, and that is what has happened. Um, under the Guardian's reporting, uh, I can't remember the time period, but... 1,062 separate bills were subjected to this queen's consent procedure, including laws um, to exclude crown estates from road safety rules, railway rules, housing rules, pension rules, animal welfare rules, and land policies that may affect any of the estates uh, run by the queen or probably those through the uh, crown estates.
3: And this is
0: why Philip is a feminist. (laughs) <laughs> She's it. it's not really a surprise it's something that can be abbreviated to QC is very normal
2: <laughs>
4: but yeah like essentially Queen's
0: Council right
4: yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. essentially what it means is just like that once again the UK just revolves around property and um extracting rents and maybe the biggest property owner in the whole place hidden by many layers is of course the monarch who can intervene in laws that may directly and negatively affect those holdings so it's just like property ownership is just not just baked into the state it is the function of the state like literally like there's 14 billions worth of property excluding the stuff in scotland um that that is that is run by the crown and that you know it, it's just it's yeah. just property all the way down
3: yeah well, do it, do it, you reckon like this like it, the british sort of obsession with home ownership and with like r- renterism essentially uh you know essentially comes from this you know comes from the fact that you know, the head of state is essentially the biggest landlord of them all. And
0: I don't think it like, does just <laughs> purely because it's so hidden. Like it's it's obfuscated by layers and layers and layers of fucking just bureaucracy and shite, Like to the point where they try, but I really, thought it's really like fair, it fairly
3: in. like common knowledge.
0: I thought it's fairly I mean, common knowledge that like the
3: the the Queen owns like most land in the country. For example. I think I think it is,
0: but see if. um I don't think people really equate land with property. Like in legal terms, land effectively does mean property. But like if Mm -hmm. you know in layman's terms, if if you say somebody owns land, they'll picture a field. They won't picture like
2: fucking
0: office building or something like that. Well, if you Mm.
4: remember a couple of years ago, when I
5: think think the the... um, I think the house prices things just down to Thatcher, isn't it? Where it's like everyone can buy the council house.
0: Uh, I reckon if anyone's to blame most for that, yeah, it's it's probably that. (laughs) As with everything else. But
4: I mean, her her close related cousins, um, the Duke of Westminster, I want to say, you remember he died a couple years ago and then his son, who was like 18 or 19 at the time, inherited a property empire of like 25 billion or something. um, The Grosvenor Estates, and that owns like most of central London. Like, um, Sounds cool. the the largest landowner, David, I think in Scotland is the Duke of Buclew, I want to say. Also a close family friend of the royal family and they have something like, I don't know, over 100,000 hectares, I think I want to say. I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: It sounds so like, about right. Um, Scotland's is like, if you think England's bad, like Scotland is so fucking bad for the way that um, the majority of land is owned by a tiny amount of people. Um, it's really fucking bad. There, there has been some work kind of done to fix that in the Scottish Parliament. Um, it's you know by someone whose name we won't mention because fuck them. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's incredibly slow going, and there's there's no way to really fix all this shit without a fucking top down reorganisation of everything. Yeah. Mm. Top um, down, so like...
5: By, by top down reorganisation, do you mean guillotines? Yes. <laughs> yes that's
4: exactly what i (laughs) mean. so like that's just the stuff inside the the crown estate so that's like the 14 billion for england wales and northern ireland plus the stuff in scotland that i couldn't find a full value for um so there's also the not crown estate stuff which is the private property uh in terms of uh, uh the royal family um, and her pri- her private income of Queen Elizabeth, uh, known as the Privy Purse, includes the income of the Duchy of Lancaster, uh, which is a billion pounds a year, which is porf- a giant portfolio of real estate and farmland in Lancashire, Greater Manchester and Merseyside. Um, and under the, the Queen's Consent Rule that we talked about earlier, um, there was a particular piece of legislation that was messed with to hide the actual income of the Queen from the Duchy of Lancaster. So we don't know how much income there is, uh, but we do know that that, the Duchy of Lancaster, has assets in the Cayman Islands and Bermuda because that came out under the Panama Papers. Hmm. Uh, so, so yes, yeah, so this is also held in trust for the nation, uh, but Brenda made a personal profit of 16 million quid last year out of the uh, Duchy of Lancaster. And together, what? And together with the Dutch, sorry.
3: Well, I was just gonna say, like, isn't there a government uh, position which, like, a title which has something to do with the Duchy of Lancaster? Like, didn't Michael Gove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The title.
4: Yeah, he's, uh, I think, I can't remember what his thing is, but he's something like equerry to the Duchy of Lanc- Lancaster or something. Right.
3: Because <laughs> that's how he was being referred to in Parliament. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? And they
0: am like, oh, this is Michael Gove they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I think the, the position is, uh, it's minister without portfolio, really, isn't it? But it's got its own, I think it's actually just a way to justify a full ministerial wage, um,
2: yeah, yeah, for someone without giving them
0: an actual job, <laughs> yeah, but it's, I think it's a, a way... just the
3: whole thing is like a fucking organized crime, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. they literally just like make shit up for their mates, and like,
2: this
3: just like no accountability whatsoever, a, and they're just like, it's know a that way get away with
5: everything. It's, it's a way for Michael Gove to sound like a very important boy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay, so formally, uh, Michael Gove is the Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster. Which Chancellor is f- of the
3: L- Duchy of Lancaster, yeah. that's it, yeah.
4: And formally, he's supposed to oversee like, the, the day-to-day runnings of this thing, but obviously that's not a lot of work because there's a real staff that does that. So essentially, that allows <laughs> him,
2: it, it,
4: it allows Amazing. him to, to uh, have a, uh, a ministerial post without any real responsibility. And that's why that's like the they, most failed son
3: position. That's like the most <laughs> failed son position. Like, like you can just imagine, like someone just literally
0: made that for their son. Well, like,
3: <laughs> you know. Well, like, <laughs> Keir
0: Starmer's um, Keir Starmer's shadow cabinet has the first instance of a shadow chancellor, the oh, Duchy yes. of Lancaster, no. which is Rachel oh, Reeves. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yep, a made up position <laughs> for a
3: made up. So she position. kind
1: <laughs> of shadow chancellor.
3: This this is how she is like. You know, this is how this, this is sort of uh, remit creep or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's the actual shadow chancellor. But the
4: <laughs> but there is there is an actual like formal uh, title for for um, a sinecure for a fail son, which is the Duchy of Cornwall, uh, which brings in 600- six <laughs> hundred. Which brings in 600 million quid a year uh, or is, is valued at 600 million quid a year, um, which was established in 1337 and the income of which goes to the heir of the throne, Prince of Wales, which is obviously Prince Charles right now. And he gets about 18 million quid a year from the Duchy of Cornwall, which I think includes the Amazing. apples and those disgusting biscuits. Um, <laughs> and weirdly enough, both in the Duchy of Cornwall and in the Duchy of Lancaster, um, if you or someone you know passes away and they don't have a will or family or like people to to give the estate to, um, it gets taken by the Duchy of Cornwall or the Duchy of Lancaster. They can take intested property as theirs.
1: Oh my God.
4: I mean, it's not that much a year, but it does happen. Like their property grows year on year just from people dying without... Leaving a will or a family behind them, so you know the deaths of the common people can quite literally uh, profit the crown. Uh,
5: they specifically, be, yeah. they must be doing fucking numbers the past ten years. Then, yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh I mean, there's a, there's also a bunch of other shit. There's Balmoral as um, the the biggest estate, obviously in Scotland, David, which is worth estimated to be worth about a hundred million quid. Um, mm-hmm. there's because it's got fifty thousand acres of land around it. Um, there's yep. Sandringham worth fifty million quid. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other shit. There's also her, the Queen's own racehorse collection, um, which won, Fixing. which won uh the crown or Elizabeth personally nearly seven and a half million quid in prize money over the last ten years because they keep winning races. <laughs> That's-
1: They shouldn't be allowed to do. I mean, I know that. I mean, that counts for the whole episode. But
3: (laughs) this Um, is some Peaky Blinders shit. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Actual organized. Crime syndicate, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they don't even try to fucking hide it. It's incredible. They call themselves the fucking firm. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. They're like, <laughs> they're laughing in our fucking faces. I um, mean, <laughs> Andrew, like, in the wake of like Philip's death, is like literally like on camera. Like the BBC is like giving him fucking airtime. Like, yeah, being of the, the sad son Yeah, exactly. You know, and like. Fuck me, man. It's just incredible. Incredible shit. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna...
5: But- y- y- he knows he knows it would be it would be deemed incredibly uncouth and unbritish to like slay a guy just for being a massive pedophile when when his dad's just died.
3: <laughs>
5: and so he's going to he's going to use the the cover that that gives him and like upgrade. I mean
3: is there anything more British than being a fucking pedophile? Like <laughs> not really like no. But he's going to
5: he's, he's probably going to upgrade his like uh his like Caribbean sex island at this point to be like medium Saint James now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't even want to know what Big St. James looks like. <laughs> great St. Great James. Actually, to be honest, Great Britain is Great St. James. <laughs> Let's be fucking yeah. honest. Isn't,
4: isn't, isn't Great St. James just Australia? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, Arjun, you were saying like um, that they don't even bother to hide how much they're a crime sy- syndicate. Well... They do hide it, um, but that's actually allowed by law because in the 1970s, (laughs) the government introduced a a clause into, like, the current big transparency measures, um, and the government has the power to exempt specifically heads of state from those rules. Oh, Uh, my God. How handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really weird. Um, So not only, like... Does the Crown never have to say how much it is they actually own and what it is they own? But by law, they also, the Queen and the Prince of Wales specifically, so the Duchy of Lancaster, the Duchy of Cornwall, uh, but not the Crown estates, I think, they don't have to pay income tax, capital gain tax, inheritance tax, um, but because, you know, they know it's a bad look, they have agreed to pay some income tax voluntarily, but we're just not allowed to know how much they are paying in income tax.
2: And the hmm. best
3: part of this is going to be the flag shaggers in your mentions that say, but you know they volunteered to pay tax. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, fuck.
4: yeah. The excuse you always get is like, oh, but they bring in all the tourists. And it's like, no, they come for the fucking buildings in the oh, art God. collection. Like if we didn't yeah, have a royal family. The Palace
0: should... of Versailles, motherfuckers. Yeah, yes. yeah we can <laughs>
1: let people into the fucking <laughs> castles and try to let them in. <laughs>
5: Yeah, (laughs) I mean there are there are there are obviously some tourists who come for the royal family themselves, but it's it's probably like a very small number. It's it's but they're
1: also incredibly annoying. Yeah,
5: Yeah, you don't want those people. Those those incredible weirdos that were on the telly when Thatcher died. Do you know what I mean? Like crying, (laughs) the Americans crying. She was the People's Princess. That would, that will haunt me till the day I die that, like, you know What, what I mean. that was this a real thing?
3: Come on, no way. Oh yeah, yeah. Amazing. Just...
1: People's pillow princess.
5: <laughs> but oh. I mean, we have to remember this is also like I think, the, the people I think it's safe to say the real people's princess is that old Scottish woman that they had on the news when Thatcher yeah. died. Yes. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I mean, if she passes, are we also going to like stop all telly for a week? Because that would be justified. Yeah. I, I, yeah, if I have to drive a bulldozer through the BBC personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bulldozer. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, it is, it's also the people's crown. I think it's important to say, uh, because in... 2010. Um, there was a parliamentary inquiry into like the royal finances, and they found out that like they'd spent all the money, um, and they were down to like the emergency reserves, and nobody knows how they did um, come to that point because they refused to say. Uh, Enormous
5: Saint James. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Um, but the royal household did ask for, um, on, on the cover of a government grant meant to benefit low-income families with home repairs, uh, they applied for the same grant to help fix the boilers in Buckingham Palace.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Fuck's
4: sake.
1: Um, have they considered, like, budgeting? <laughs> they are apps for that.
3: <laughs> have they considered, like, having less avocado on toast? Yeah. I mean, but with,
4: like, the Elon Musks of the world, you know, the price of Adrenochrome is just through the roof. I mean, it's... You know,
3: <laughs> I think that's... Speaking of Elon Musk, though, sorry, just on no, a no, please. slightly different <laughs> note. Like, speaking of Elon Musk, I don't know if it, like... Just the clip surfaced the other day of his prototype of his fucking Hyperloop tunnel. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. And my man... My man has reinvented the fucking tunnel, except just made it like... <laughs> yeah. A thousand times more dangerous, because it's like a tiny tube that's made of metal, and like, if anything goes wrong in there, everyone fucking yeah, you're dies. Dead. And you're like... <laughs> And like what like what like <laughs> we already had the fucking underground like what what is this
5: <laughs> Did you see did you see that amazing tweet where the guy was like saying oh well someone had, someone had shared like a picture of that fucking contraption next to like the New York subway <laughs> and someone was like yeah, but the one on the left, like, only costs like a fraction of the cost and was built in like a fraction of the time, and it's like, yeah, and it transports like one person in a fucking car at a time. And it's just scaled, a scale that up trap. to scale that up to the same like you know number of passengers per year as the fucking New York subway, and then tell me how much it cost and how long <laughs> it took to build. <laughs> because I was looking at that video
4: I watched it like several times and I couldn't see like any escape hatches or like stairs Nothing. or like any, or, like ladders Nothing. for when shit goes wrong just- listen,
0: listen no, but like. You can't you expect guy, like, Elon Musk like, to build escape patches. He can't he can't even escape from his own fucking cars when they burst into flames. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like his his cars
3: burst into flames, his rockets burst into flames. Like there was a time when it felt like every fucking week we'd get a video on the timeline of a SpaceX <laughs> rocket blowing up (laughs) (laughs) and just like some guy streaming watching it looking really excited up until the moment that it blows up um and um yeah like i just genuinely don't understand like his uh you know like the the, the, that picture of him standing next to his um it's whatever his armored car with like the 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 cyber truck Uh, and, and even though even though yeah even though technically that's that was actually okay like like, that is kind of how bulletproof glass works. Yeah. You know, like, it, it does create, like, a little shatter effect, but it doesn't break the actual glass. Um, But, like, it, it was obviously not great optics, and that, that picture is just, I don't know, like, I can't tell if, like, this guy has been running the biggest scam, like, or if he genuinely is that fucking stupid and we are living in that sort of complete... Sort of Twilight Zone timeline, where like this is what is considered the pinnacle of genius, and like I there mean, are so many people who are bought into it. And like, why not both? It's just it's genuinely <laughs> incredible.
1: He can use that teeny tiny little uh, robot thing he built to get those kids out of that cave to rescue people from his tunnel.
0: Oh,
3: the,
1: the, <laughs> oh, the, the, the pedo submarine, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. Uh,
3: oh, fuck yeah
5: the yeah. motorized child coffin.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah, Elon Musk Elon Musk's biggest problem is that he believes like um all the hype that like weird nerds give him on
3: Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like all the people He thinking. is he is if he is if like 2010 era nine gag was a person, yeah, and also had like 200 billion dollars. Like, it's just absolutely shocking. And like, you know, this army of fucking like just the biggest dweebs, the biggest fucking clean shirts that you can imagine. You know, just like who will who will literally like die for this man? I, I just genuinely don't understand. It's baffling to me. It's absolutely I mean, fucking baffling to me. They will Worst all get
4: the,
2: the chance Zach on Mars. <laughs>
4: I still don't understand, like, how he wasn't arrested for insider trading when he did that tweet about Bitcoin to the moon, when he had, like, a, a $1 billion Bitcoin portfolio, so he directly profited. And he'd done that multiple times. Like, he also tweeted that he was going to take Tesla private, and that, like, fucking increased the, the value of the company by fuck knows how much, and therefore the stock price, which is, like, how he gets paid. It's just... I. D- it's just scams. We it just live in the area... We live in the area of scams in the case of Elon Musk and property. And if you're not yeah. running a scam
5: and if you don't own fucking half the country, then you're just fucked. Like, whatever whatever agency it is in America that's, like, charged with investigating... Is it the SIC or something? Yeah, SEC. SEC? SEC? SEC, yeah, yeah SEC. Yeah. yeah, they're just so, like, uh, like hopelessly underfunded i think that they're just lagging behind like all of the actual financial crime in america by a couple of decades so i imagine like sometime around 2050 when you know everyone everyone in england's living on a their own royal yacht like we'll hear that like he's finally being charged just as he flees to mars you know
4: (laughs) as we discussed before like he'll just die on the journey there and like i'm okay with this is what i'm
2: saying
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> At least that's a possibility, right?
2: Like
4: all those, yeah. it's like all those, all those weirdos who bought like tickets to go on like the 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 Russian rocket or Elon Musk's fucking libertarian hyperloop to Mars. It's just like, can you just leave today? Just fucking pack your shit, get the fuck out, and we'll we'll just sort shit out. And um, you know, we'll take your property and just we'll do uh, something. They'll all
5: it. they'll all be when that space hotel opens in like twenty thirty or whenever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. there's no age
1: of consent in space.
0: That's true. What, what is space but the most international of waters? Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
5: this is the one thing we didn't want to happen.
0: <laughs> right. Rob, will we will we get this tied up?
5: Yeah, if, uh, just
4: just one final note on just how fucking scummy they are is that uh and then we will really call it quits on this is that uh currently a lot of the palace uh especially the service staff so the people who have to like people like us who have to wear like a, a, a clean shirt and like ha- wait <laughs> hand on foot on these motherfuckers they're currently being paid by zero hour contract
2: yeah <sighs> yeah of course, anyway.
4: So that's that's about the final word on it but like if you again if you want to reform the United Kingdom if you want to bring about serious social change you have to destroy the monarchy because if you don't the underpinnings this fucking property empire alone will ensure that you can never affect real change that's like it's important to understand that the royal household and everything around it is essentially just another fucking property scam and it's really important like to just to understand I think Britain like, I think partly why we're so obsessed with home ownership and all that bullshit and, and and prices, because it directly materially impacts, like, literally, you know, the rulers of this country.
3: Yeah. 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 It's a massive racket, isn't it?
0: It's a well, like you yeah, it's, one. it's, it's you peaky can blinders, it. but it's got the government behind it. Like that's that's pretty much all the fuck it fucking is. <laughs> it's the oh. biggest racket of them all. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> Shall we, um, shall we close this episode off then with a, a specially themed comment or commentary <laughs> in honour of Big Phildo? Uh,
4: so <laughs> sending off Big Phil in style.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of the format of this. Um, I'll, I've went through the papers, the websites for them at least, and I've picked out some choice selections from either bits of articles or from the comments section below and it's your job to guess is it comment or is it commentaria
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: so those who admired the Duke of Edinburgh and there are millions of us should honour his memory by fighting back against the warped cult of woke that regards Philip and his ilk as racist, sexist, and all the other hysterical ists they deploy to silence decent people with a love of country and a belief that there are more important things in this life than self. How dare the toddler Marxists on Twitter accuse the generation that defeated fascism of being fascists? Good <laughs> men died all dead, in order that they could take imbecile. their freedom for granted. Those who live to tell the tale, like Prince Philip, never took it for granted. Comment or commentariat?
2: Mm. Oh,
5: commentariat.
0: So. Com- commentariat. My Commentariat.
4: Oh, my brain hurts. Is this, um, what's her face? Is this Alison Pearson? It sounds like Alison Pearson.
3: It sounds like Brendan or something.
1: Yeah, I was thinking spiked or unheard.
0: Oh, unheard. Um, Rob, you actually got it in one It was Alison Pearson in the Telegraph (laughs) (laughs) If the young Elizabeth were looking for a consort now I don't know that she would ever find her Philip Men like him are as rare as hen's teeth these days Not least because the modern world (laughs) seems to despise them so much It never affected Prince (laughs) Philip because he was far too old But how many young men growing up today can afford to espouse his values? Values that society no longer sees as strengths, but weaknesses, unforgivable flaws, even the kind that require the sternest re education at the hands of the woke guard. <laughs> Comment I, or commentary? I don't know. It's like a
1: very very divorced comment to me i don't know
0: if whoever wrote
5: this has been outside lately but like motherfuckers that espouse Phillips values are like 10 a penny do you know what i mean Yeah. <laughs> this, this country is fucking full of them it's like you can't go you can't go 20 so minutes brave. without someone espousing philip's values at you <laughs> i can is, is, ima- is this really somebody
4: like drawing a contrast between prince philip and soy boys is that what this is
5: essentially <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say this is commentaria as well to be honest like
3: Mm-hmm-hmm.
5: i think hey, i think a... i think we might find out that all of them are going to be commentary tonight
2: yeah it's just <laughs> i i
3: have that feeling yeah <laughs> This feels like a very like yeah like spiked again like I don't know like everything I'm just gonna think is just spiked every every time I hear the word woke I just yeah I just think spiked this even though it. now it's like it's the times as well yeah it
5: definitely sounded like Fraser Cranium
0: or <laughs> <laughs> Spectator yeah yeah okay doc that was. Commentary and it was Sarah Vane in the Daily Mail, uh, ah,
3: the
1: woman who's married to Michael Gove, to the Chancellor of the Duchy
3: of Lancaster, to the former Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster, and she Maybe. doesn't even
1: appreciate it. They sleep in separate bedrooms. <laughs> oh yeah, I
2: mean, well, she, you? she
1: la- found la- her <laughs> Philip,
3: a lady with a, with a with a refined with a refined bookcase. <laughs> with, David, with David Irving on it.
4: Also, like, how can you, how can you, like, draw that contrast between like manly man Prince Philip and then presumably like the soy boy culture? Look at Michael Gove and just say, yeah, he's in the mould <laughs> of the manly man. Like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> Again, we've got it on good authority from Sarah Vine herself that um, Michael Gove is not that good in the old <laughs> husbandly duties. So, yeah.
5: <laughs> imagine
1: right, imagine, it, like, stuff- you. imagine him hovering allegedly over
0: allegedly air. probably <laughs> possibly
3: i don't know stuffing his nose for the gag i don't know like how he has time for <laughs> you know being a dutiful husband i don't know
2: probably gets hit their
0: relationship <laughs> He was the very antithesis of the modern left-wing, tolerate-everything PC culture. (laughs) The sort of person who, if not shrouded in privilege, would have been a real target of the modern progressive, knee-bending Rainbow Brigade. A person not cowed by modern culture, (laughs) and quite prepared to speak his mind. A rarity these days, and a real breath of fresh air. Comment or commentariat.
5: Is this Richard Littlejohn?
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm going to go with commentary
3: again.
4: Yeah, is, commentary, is, this, yeah. is is this is is this uh, Brendan is this no forehead. Brendan hat.
0: This was a comment. Huh? <laughs> yep. a comment from the Daily <laughs> Mail. Oh,
1: quite. Um
0: I think that was actually on the same as that Sarah Vine article. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh.
2: It's a just like yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: he was this great guy who spoke with my- It's like yeah, we just don't Fucking, we don't have gollywogs anymore either. Like that was not cool then. It's not cool now. What the fuck? Like that's not something to harken back to. Like what is
5: this shit?
2: It's just oh. it's just wild
5: to me that people like carry on. Like oh well, you know he was he was a product of his time. It's like lots of people were around
3: in like those. You know what I mean? In his time, that weren't like racist. You know what I mean? That, I that, reckon that, though. Like, I was just gonna say that, like you know, Boris Johnson like really takes after the mold of this particular archetype, you know, yeah. of, like the sort of the posh, you know, racist, uh, but like buffoon, you know, like who's who's constantly making gaffes and uh, and and howlers and whatnot, and yeah. like, and I reckon the fact that like Boris Johnson is the current PM also has a lot to do with the fact that like there's been this, this rehabilitation of this image. Um, and then because it's just about normalizing like this this casual racism and like yeah like i was saying earlier as well even like 5 6 or well, maybe like 10 years ago you know like like him being like the 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 topic of like normie humor um you know to now being this like this revered fucking uh like bigger public figure or something and it's just it's 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 bizarre and like yeah i don't know like Uh, I I, I reckon like, yeah, like I said, like Boris Johnson being PM, maybe something has something to do with it as well.
1: I really like the framing of that comment where it's like, if this incredibly rich man wasn't rich, it would be a classist attack on men to have a go at him. (laughs) And also progressives have been having a go at him. That's the point.
4: Yeah, did you see that fucking Jeremy Vine tweet where he was just like, not today. If you have bad things to say, today we are a nation in mourning. It's like, no, we're fucking not. Just <laughs> piss off with
0: that. Yeah.
3: Can't believe he died at the, at the young age of 99.
0: <laughs> Tragic. <Project. laughs> I know. Cut short. Hate to see it. Great, right, next one. I wonder if the Premier League will be marking the death of Prince Philip with a moment of reflection before every single game for over a year, like they have for that other great British hero, George Floyd. Comment or commentary? Oh, oh, I'm
1: gonna say commentary. Oh my god, that could be spectator, right? Or... Oh
0: my
3: god, that wow. Sorry, I didn't... Also, oh, that seems like comment. That seems
0: like a comment to me
4: too. Sorry, I didn't get that last line. What was the line about George Floyd?
0: Like they have for that other great British hero, George Floyd.
1: Oh,
4: fuck off!
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also, we we did—we did—the football did mark Prince Philip's death, and then players took the knee straight
2: afterwards. (laughs) Yeah.
5: The minute silence where people were setting off fireworks. Yes, that's Celtic. That's
3: that's true British culture. <laughs> Silent disco during the minute of
0: silence. <laughs> <laughs> right, would be reckon then comment or commentary. Uh
1: commentary.
0: Comment. commentary. A comment. It was a comment and that comment came from the conservative women.
2: Ah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
0: man. <Yeah. laughs> An exceptionally cursed website. It's my favorite um, one. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah.
3: Wait. Tradwives.com,
2: that's a different website.
4: <laughs> are you wait, are you guys not familiar with um, uh, conservative woman? Oh man, that's a... so. nobody's familiar that's a... with
5: conservative woman. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I'm convinced it's a website you made up just to like really have like a fucking wild card
0: in this game Oh I assure you it is a real website. Um right. This is the last one. It is a long one, but it's worth it. Alright, I'm bracing.
5: If it's a long one, commentary.
0: <laughs> no, no, uh, not always We know fine well that people write fucking screeds In those bastard comments <laughs> Mussolini, while well in charge of Italy This monumental <laughs> no, racist this is Best be of Hitler already, isn't it? <laughs>
2: And best buddy of Hitler <laughs>
0: Oversaw ethnic cleansing On a grand scale Concentration camps, deployment of chemical weapons And the summary killing of women and children He was not a nice fella but 20-year-old Prince Philip was happy to face the constant threat of 15-inch Italian shells blowing him to bits to fight him. No, he didn't. Do you see the difference? An actual fascist, not just someone who made the occasional fairly unpleasant remark, and a man fighting those fascists, not with a lame tweet, but by putting himself in the way of fascist bullets and bombs. No less an anti-fascist than Barack Obama had this effect for the perereally woke and their hyper-binary tweet-infested world quote the world is messy there are ambiguities people who do really good stuff have flaws there is a sense sometimes that the way of making change oh, God, is to be as going. judgmental as possible about other people and that's enough that's not activism that's not bringing about change if all you're doing is casting stones you're probably not going to get that far end quote. end quote and if ever was a, was a bloke my
1: who knew um.
0: a thing or two about achieving real change and achieving it the hard way, it's probably the first black president of the United States of America.
2: <laughs> comment
0: or commentary. Uh.
2: I'm
0: sticking.
5: This with is the maybe. Theory, but I think it's. I think it's very telling that, like, their 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 example there of like, oh, the you know, anti-fascism, and not just sending mean tweets. But their their version of real like really fighting the fascists wasn't like actually doing physical harm to the fascists. It was being shot at by fascists. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: you know, that, the beginning is quite special because he didn't want to give Kenya back to the Kenyans. <laughs> and they were doing all of that stuff. For British. Yeah, I was going
4: to say like all that stuff with like g- gas and concentration camps. It's like that was the British Empire too, buddy. It's just like. What? Oh, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm we, a... we
2: did that
0: first. Oh, commentary, yeah. Any other takers?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, commentary. I I direct, like, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm gonna say comment then. Br- Br- Brendan. I'm gonna
4: say comment as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: say uh, comment as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna join the key. That was commentary, and it was Paul Baldwin writing Ooh, for the who Daily was that? Express.
5: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Oh, uh,
0: no, you, you wouldn't be, because the Daily Express ba- Baldwin has, by yeah. name, Baldwin by name.
1: <laughs>
2: uh... <laughs> the Daily Baldwin, Express. Yeah. Mr. Balding.
1: I mean,
5: I, I've never mm, heard of you? the guy before, but he sounds like a weapons-grade weapon. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one shot up. by the... That's what
0: the Daily Express is full of these like absolute no marks. Just writing their fucking piece. It's it's really <laughs> a fantastic place for some of the worst opinions out. Um, so they yeah, also have like all the little uh,
4: pictures of the the writers at the start of the article, and they all look like inbred frogs. Like all every single one.
2: Oh yeah, every single them?
0: one of them is a failed clone of Tim Martin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's just because they don't have as good of a uh, as good of a makeup team as like the people at the Times do, and like once they get the job at the Times, they'll get a slightly better mugshot. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've seen the mugshot of Charles Mewel.
5: That's what the paywall. That's what the paywall does for you. Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gets you a makeup team. Maybe that's why. Oh, maybe
5: that's why Keith's always in the Times to get to get access to the superior makeup e- team. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh. Uh, right, well, I think that'll do us for this week. Um Arjun, Nikita, thanks very much for coming on. Um is there That's anything like that? Is, uh,
1: uh, probably
3: a
0: podcast. That
3: would Yeah, we we do a podcast, um left over. And uh yeah, we do episodes like every Friday pretty much. Um we'll check the I flex with a regular episode like that, that, schedule yeah yeah trying to trying to i don't know uh but uh you know it's uh it's 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 been it's been good it's been a good laugh and yeah thanks a lot for having us on as well it's been, oh, thanks it's been a thanks really for coming good fun today yeah yeah thank you guys yeah,
4: so yeah. much for coming on it's Been It's great also yeah <laughs> uh, listen listen to Leftover. it's cool it's a
0: good pod it's good thank show. you thank
4: you thank you
0: definitely do um have you got a patreon or anything like that as well
1: we do uh, yeah <laughs> Uh so patreon.com forward slash leftover pod, please.
5: Yes. Great. Hope. <laughs> we should really get That's one it. of those.
2: You should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, in time. All in time. Um yeah, so no, thank like I say, thanks very much for coming on. Um it's been it's been great having you it's finally we've, we've spoken about this for about fucking months now to try and get you on, so <laughs> glad we finally done it. No, it's been great, yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah. Cool. And, um, um, I'm so sure that's... there'll be that there'll be there'll be sort of
3: you know uh collaborations in the future as well, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, of
0: course, definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool, cool. Right, well cool. um just leave it to say goodbye then and we'll catch you all on the next episode.
4: Yeah, and also uh buy our t shirts and shit uh on uh Teespring. We'll put a link in the show notes.
0: Yes, yeah, we'll also yeah. do that. Really
2: right. good. Cheerio t-shirts. folks. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, bye Cheers everyone.